You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. And I had a much different show planned for today. Different title, different vibe. Um, it was going to be kind of somber, given the news that we're going to talk about in the second half of today's podcast now, which you can listen to at any time just by asking your Google device to play Locked On Blue Jays. I mean, it's that simple. Um, we're going to be talking about where Kevin Pilar has ended up and the latest Blue Jays prospect to have injury woes. But second I saw the tweet about the story, I knew it was going to have to be talked about because how could it not? How could it not? Especially given some of the recent history in Toronto with this sort of thing. Um, Sportsnet's Shai Davidi reported that Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire had been arrested and charged with exposing his sexual organs. It's a shame this episode isn't sponsored by Blue Chew. It would have been perfect. But say la vie. So yeah, McGuire was arrested um, because he was seen inside an SUV at a Dunedin strip mall exposing himself. At this point in time, I'm recording this about 2.30 Atlantic time on, on the Wednesday. So the Blue Jays just said they are aware of the situation. They're working to gather more information. No comment at this time. And, I mean, that's not a shock. So, I think a lot of people's first question is, what the heck happened? What does this mean? And, unfortunately, the very vague wording of Florida's exposure laws means this could literally be anything. I mean, granted, given what we know, about the situation that he was in an SUV, he was in a parking lot, it was a Friday afternoon. I'm less inclined to believe that, you know, Reese was getting his pieces out to have sex with someone. I mean, yes, I made that joke. Everyone made that joke. But the situation is really weird. Like, it can be something as graphic as someone having sex with Reese McGuire or Reese McGuire having sex with himself or it can be something as simple as Reese McGuire spilled soup on his pants and had to take them off for fear of burning which as a woman who spilled bacon grease on her legs before that's that's an instant visceral reaction and 
I uh, I got clarification on Florida's exposure rules from Infield Fly Girl on Twitter, who said, like, th- again, they are so vague that you can be standing in your house in the front window naked. And if someone walks by and does not approve of what they see, which, given it's Florida and there's a lot of old people, I'm gonna guess a lot of them disprove of what they would potentially see. You can be called on for being, you can have the cops called on you for being naked in your own home. So, again, that's, that's what kind of makes it really difficult to gauge just, well, how the Blue Jays should react, first of all. Like, without getting all the information, and I'm sure they've talked to Reese and gotten Reese's side of the story, and... If it is something as innocent as, you know, spilling on yourself. I don't I don't know Dineen strip malls, but there's gotta be like delis or something in there somewhere. So if it is something as innocent as that, if he was just getting changed, tried to change in the SUV, someone peeked in because they nosy. Or again, if it is something, you know, a little more classless than that. I'm I'm sure they're going to be in conversation with Reese and try and figure that out. Now, unfortunately, we don't have the benefit of that conversation. So it is very difficult to discern, like, what kind of punishment there should be or what kind of action the Blue Jays should even take. Should Reese McGuire be suspended for getting arrested for this? Again, without knowledge of the full details, it it makes it very difficult. But I am going to compare this to the most recent instance of a Toronto athlete exposing parts of himself to people at large. And that, of course, would be from last summer when Austin Matthews was arrested in Arizona for mooning a security guard. And... Austin Matthews didn't end up serving any time for that incident. He was taken to court. I believe the charges were dismissed. I don't believe he paid out anything for that. But again, this is where you kind of need the clarification from the Blue Jays and from Reese. Because if it is something like he was getting changed, then clearly this is not as bad as Austin Matthews. And and you can argue even if it is, like, you know, a sexual nature to this incident, you can still make the argument that, you know, what Reese did in the SUV was more based on a lack of awareness. Like, Austin Matthews knew what he was doing when he mooned that security guard. The, the dropping of the pants in transit is a more deliberate action than the exposing oneself in an SUV. So, I you can argue that since Matthews didn't really get anything and what he did was arguably worse than than what Reese did getting getting caught in the SUV, you can argue that there there probably won't be any punishment from this. I mean, even even if it is determined that, that Reese McGuire was, you know, pulling his pants down for a deviant reason, it it probably won't 
end up being anything that impacts his time on the field. I mean, it will definitely be something that people bring up. Again, you cannot have a name like Reese and do something with your junk and not expect jokes to be made. That's, that is the lot in life that you signed up for when you had that name. So, you know, again, I expect the Reese's Pieces chance to be frequent in opposing stadiums when he's up to bat. But, again, you know, this is, this is all talking about stuff we don't really know. And until there's clarification, until we at least hear from Reese McGuire on this, and, you know, I don't know when that will be. I don't know in what capacity it will be, but until we hear from Reese about what happened, then, again, it's it's probably going to be something that's, that's just going to linger. Uh, his court date's not until March 16th, so there will be at least a month, probably a speculation, and I'm, I'm sure whoever called the cops will will be involved in, or the cop that, you know, came by and, and caught Reese with his hand on the, on the Maguires. I, I can't even say his hand was on the Maguires. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know the nature of it. And that's what makes it so difficult to judge. And I know people want to judge because that, that is kind of what you want to do in the scenario. Like, how could you let yourself get arrested? And again, until the facts come out, we're just left to speculate. And, you know, it's not something the Blue Jays really need, given the the offseason they had and the kind of focus they should be having on his upcoming season. But it's there now. So it's just going to have to be something that's dealt with. I mean, Dave Hudgens dealt with the Astros controversy today, talking to the media, saying he wished he'd done more before he left. But... Again, this is uh, is a weird scenario. So I'm sure there will be more info coming out in the next few days. So hopefully it's something that keeps this from being a relatively harmless story as opposed to something a little more serious. And then, you know, we have to start having talks about whether or not Reese McGuire stays on the roster. I really hope it doesn't come to that. But again... I don't know for now. We will see. Um, we will get to the topics that I wanted to talk to, uh, to y'all about today instead of, you know, this right after this break. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So... Again, I did have an agenda for today that did not involve discussing Reese McGuire's penis. So let's let's get on with that, shall we? Let's start with the fact that uh, the Blue Jays are going to be seeing a fair amount of Kevin Pillar potentially this season. Only it's going to be in an opposing uniform because he has signed a minor league deal with the Red Sox. And he has a very good chance of making the Red Sox. Um their current trio of outfielders is Andrew Benintendi, Jackie Bradley Jr., and Alex Verdugo. All three of them are left-handed batters. Pilar is righty. He offers speed. He offers platoon options. He's very familiar with Fenway, having played there, so he knows the dimensions. 
So, obviously, very attractive. I believe the Red Sox were weighing between him and Jarrett Dyson, and I think Pilar's familiarity with the park is was the deciding factor in him getting the minor league deal. Um, I am not certain on the terms if Pilar ends up making the roster, just because this is a very recent move. It was announced today. Um, it's just a one-year deal, according to... Bob Nightingale, actually, Nightingale's confirming it is a major league deal. So he will be with the Red Sox. There is no if about it. He's going to be their fourth outfielder. So I'm I'm sure it's going to be very interesting to see Pilar in, in red. I'm glad the Blue Jays did have a moment with him uh, when the Giants came to town last year. They could get all their best wishes out and, and all their support and all their happiness. And now we can just go to hating Superman because he cross sides. It's like bizarro Superman <laughs> patrolling the outfield for the Red Sox. So um, I wish him luck, but not too much luck because the Blue Jays still need to finish ahead of the Red Sox this season. Then the other news for the Blue Jays, the other kind of sad news, um, and it involves Eric Pardino. Um, 19-year-old is going to have Tommy John surgery. Had his Tommy John surgery yesterday. So he's out for 2020. Um, it's it's really tough to see these kids have to go through that because it, it really ends up setting them back a little bit to lose an entire year uh, of playing baseball, being able to, you know, work on the craft, work on your ability to to locate. Pardino's now going to be essentially two years removed um, from baseball because he had all those elbow problems last year and probably should have had the surgery last year, but he did not. So, I mean, the 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 results he put up last year were still really good. Two fifteen ERA and in just under 38 innings for I believe it was split between Lansing and Dunedin but primarily Lansing for Pardino so when he comes back in 2021 he's probably going to be starting at Dunedin and the Blue Jays are going to need to see tangible growth immediately because they're going to have to make a decision on him whether or not he is put on the 40-man roster and protected from the Rule 5 draft so uh, it's again, it is very unfortunate for one of the Blue Jays' most exciting pitching prospects, a guy who has shown so much potential and you you have to think would be a part of the Blue Jays' future, whether it be as a starter or as a reliever. But um, he's going to have to show that he's, he has the ability to bounce back from this. And... You know, it's it's a good thing the Blue Jays have been stockpiling that depth because losing Pardino hurts a little less when you have Simeon Woods-Richardson and Adam Kloffenstein and Alec Manoa all waiting in the wings there to, to move up to Lansing, to move up to Dunedin and take his place. You know, that's that's one of the great things they've been able to do. It it doesn't kill the Blue Jays. It It does suck sucks a lot but it doesn't hurt the Blue Jays in a way that they can't recover from so I I guess that's the only silver lining you really take from this and 
Obviously, we wish Eric the speediest of recoveries. Hope to see him in 2021 and hope he's back throwing the way he can. So that will bring us to the end of this episode. Just a reminder, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, get involved with the podcast, get your opinions heard. You can follow me on there at a underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are in there because Twitter is dumb. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get fine podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Locked On Blue Jays. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On MLB. I'm on there today. Yeah, I was on there with Sully. We recorded earlier this week. Episode dropped today, so you get to hear me talk for solid 25 minutes about the Blue Jays and just kind of getting it out to a national audience. So, you know, check out Locked On MLB if you have the time. I believe I'm going to be on Locked On Orioles tomorrow as well, doing something with Connor Newcomb there. So, again, if you missed hearing me talk about Richard Urania, feel free to check that one out tomorrow as well. And follow the podcast on Locked On Jays on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And check out Jays from Catch Radio this week. I believe I mentioned it on Monday, but you know, was on there, had some very interesting discussions while I tried to eat dinner. Um, Sean was not making it easy trying to do that, but definitely a good, good listen. So check that out as well. I'm sorry. A lot of plugs. I'm a busy girl. Seems to be we're ramping up the activity. It's, it's keeping me warm in the middle of the just consistent storming that's happening in Halifax but you know we fight through we keep those warm summer thoughts in mind I get to stare daggers at Keegan Matheson as he rolls around Dunedin in his giant pickup truck but jealousy is not a good look on me so I'm gonna try and avoid it anyway for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jasonthecouch.com I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care. 